Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 684. Chapter 105. Interlude. A Certain Sweetness. Quoth motioned for Chronicler to stop writing. Are you all right, Best? He gave his student a look of concern. You look like you've swallowed a lump of iron. Bast did look stricken. His face was pale, almost waxy. His normally cheerful expression was aghast. Reshi, he said, his voice as dry as autumn leaves. You never told me you spoke with the Cathay. There's a lot of things I've never told you, Bast, Kvothe said flippantly. That's why you find the sordid details of my life so enthralling. Bast gave a sickly smile. Shoulders sagging with relief. You didn't really, then. Talk with it, I mean? It's something you just added to make things a little more colorful? Please, Bast, Foth said, obviously offended. My story has quite enough color without my adding to it. Don't lie to me, Bast shouted, suddenly coming halfway out of his seat with the force of it. Don't you lie to me about this. Don't you dare. Bast struck the table with one hand, toppling his mug and sending Chronicler's inkwell skittering across the table. Quick as blinking, Chronicler snatched up the half-covered sheet of paper and pushed his chair back from the table with his feet, saving the sheet from the sudden spray of ink and beer. Bast leaned forward, his face livid as he stabbed a finger at Quoth. I don't care what other shit you spin into gold here, but you don't lie about this, Reshi. Not to me. Quoth gestured to where Chronicler sat, holding the pristine sheet of paper in the air with both hands. Bast, he said. This is my chance to tell the full and honest story of my life. Everything is... The end of the page! Uh, my name's Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Also, I know that the page endings like aren't necessarily <laughs> important, but this one feels like it's in the right place. It, it is nice to have a br- uh, interrupted sense, and it's also interrupted by the end of the page. That is true. Yeah, Bast's all like hot and bothered, but like not in a sexy way. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's mostly bothered. <laughs> but he has a hot temper in, well, in this case. I I mean I don't. Yeah, he's very, very distraught uh, in a way that Fullerian wasn't and in a way that Quoth does not fully understand at first. Also, reasonable and, and worth mentioning, Quoth is not coat on this page. Yes. Yeah. I don't think of it as being temper, by the way, Jordana. I just think that Bast is more driven by his emotions. Like, I don't think he lost his temper. I just think that he is distraught and the... the the intensity of his emotions match the intensity of his actions. Oh, fair, yes, reason. And like you're right that he's like he is angry. It, the text says like he he uh, his face is livid, right? Like he's angry because he thinks that Quoth is lying to him about this, and he he believes that at first because he the the alternative that Quoth really did speak to the Cathay is, is too horrible for him to countenance. So he jumps to the assumption that Quoth must be lying to make the story better. And this is one thing where Bass is like, you can't 
this is not a thing to lie or joke about. Like this is serious business. Yeah, and we'll we'll learn this in the, on the next page. But Bast, it seems like Bast like figured that Quoth knew about the Cathay. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. So I don't want to dive too, dive too deep into that, but I think the anger is because you know Bast can't imagine that Quoth has actually spoken to it. He thought that Quoth would have known better, and so he's upset that he's like put it into the story at all because it's such a faux pas in in fake culture. Well, and also we know that. Like, Quoth only found one kind of half-hearted allusion to the Fae when he was looking around for information about the Chandrian and the Amir in the university. And we we put it forward that maybe somebody or some buddies have been making it their business to make sure that no information about the Cathay makes its way into the mortal world so that mortals don't go looking for it. So... If Quoth is having someone write down the story of his life and he talks in detail about this thing, like that's a serious breach of OPSEC. So maybe another reason for Bast's concern is that. Well, well, you're yes and no. And again, we'll get into this, but like now the whole story is tainted, right? The way Bast sees it is that any influence that the Cathay exists on the, uh, exerts on the world is negative influence. And by writing this story, it's not just that it's been mentioned, but the fact that Quoth has now been influenced by it. Everything he does, including writing this story, is potentially calamitous. Yes, yes. Designed to to maximize harm. Which is sick. <laughs> it's a great... Uh, by that I mean rad. It's like a great story conceit. The idea that there's something that can see the future and, and maximizes the harm that anything that speaks to it does. It's really... It's neat. It's yeah. Like a, it's like a, a psychic nuke. Yeah, well, that's also, now that you're mentioning it, I can't think of any other, like, prophet or oracle in fantasy that works that way. Like, usually uh, an oracle is neutral to good, right? Like, Well, they... there's a lot of examples of, like, like, prophecy interpreted badly or, like, people trying to avoid prophecy coming a cropper. Right, but the prophet itself is not, like trying to make the worst outcome happen because it is just spiteful in all circumstances. Mm -hmm. Even like the witches in Macbeth, it's unclear why they're doing what they're doing, but it doesn't seem like they are just trying to like, if like the information they give Macbeth ultimately leads to him dying and that is good for the world. Right. So it's bad for him and lady M, but it's like the optimal outcome scotland wise yeah and the witches also seem like they're just giving him what he wants like they're not they're not tainting it they're like all right you wanted you came here for prophecy we'll give you prophecy but you know Mm -hmm. you're not gonna like it yeah well well i mean a lot of the time in fantasy fiction like a prophet does not have a lot of agency in the story like they're there to deliver information to the hero uh and like set up like a dramatic conceit but they're usually not a main character and they usually don't seem to have like their own, their own agenda most of the time. Mm-hmm. Chronicler is very good at saving the page from uh, stains. <laughs> yeah. That's like the one thing he does on this page. Also interesting to me, Quoth stops the story in the past. It's usually because like they've been interrupted by some outside force or event or like somebody asks a question but in this case, Quoth stops the story because he sees the look on Bast's face. And he's like, are you okay? Like, 
What's going on? I wonder if like Bast would bother to hide a face like that if like if he thought it would disrupt the story. I don't think Bast has that much control over his countenance. Reasonable. I think he is he is someone for whom his feelings are plain on his face most of the time. Yeah. That follows. I don't really have much on this page. I feel like this page is just sort of the opening to everything else that's going to happen in the chapter. As as the opening page of a chapter often is. Well, yes, but yes, whatever. Sometimes the opening <laughs> page of a chapter has more than that on it. <laughs> well, in that case, shall we move on to uh, to the next page and get into the, the meat and juices? I mean, I'm yes, good let's... for that if you're good for that. All right. Listeners, you can enjoy our meat and juices on tomorrow's page. Of the... <laughs> Wish. 